Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Memories form a large part of human interaction. Sense, taste, and touch can all invoke us to remember particular events. But how do we know the order of those events? How do you remember that this time last week you were listening to our show? Or at least, we hope so. New research has shown that the human brain contains time cells to understand when an event has occurred. Anushka spoke with Dr. Lila Reddy from the French National Centre for Scientific Research. There are actually different types of memories that we can talk about. So, for example, we can talk about semantic memory, which is the memory for facts, the stuff that you know, the stuff that you learn in school, for example. But in this study, we were interested in what we call episodic memory, the memory of events or episodes, for example, the what, the when and where of an event. We know information is encoded in the brain. For example, you know, several years ago, we had revealed evidence for what we call the Jennifer Aniston neuron, which is just a neuron in the human hippocampus that represented very specifically this particular actress. And so this seems to be a neuron that seems to be representing a particular concept or the semantic content of of a memory. So there are these neurons that appear to represent this sort of semantic information. There are also neurons that represent spatial information. And in this study, the timing aspect was what we were interested in. That is, how is the timing of events of our experiences uh, or our experience of the passage of time? How is this encoded in, uh, in neurons in the human brain? In memories, events will occur in a sequence, like the route that we take from home to work. But do these time cells play a role in organising the sequence of all of these events? That's the hypothesis that maybe these cells provide a mechanism or a temporal scaffold for organising the events or linking together events in in the temporal order in which they occurred. So providing some sort of framework in which our memories are organised in a temporal context. Okay, and how did your study do that? We had a pretty simple design, recording single neurons in the human brain. So this is a very rare procedure. We are actually recording in patients who have a particular form of epilepsy. And so these patients are implanted with electrodes as part of a clinical procedure. We can record single neurons. We presented them with a sequence of images. We had five images presented one after the other. And the sequence was repetitive. And we just asked the patients to learn the order of the images in the sequence. And as they were learning the order of the images in the sequence, we tracked the activity or we followed the activity of these individual neurons. And we find that single neurons change their firing activity, they change how they respond, just as a function of how time is passing in the experiment. So I guess like one way of looking at it is if we go back to the Jennifer Aniston neuron, if whenever she comes on TV, the person that was studied in that case, that part of the brain would light up. And then you could work out when she would be on TV just by looking at when the hippocampus would light up. 
Right now, what we show is that there are these neurons that they represent, for example, or they respond to the fact that you're currently looking at Jennifer Aniston on TV. And also your experience, the the same neurons may also be implicated in your experience of the fact that uh, time is passing in this particular event where you're watching a TV show. So it's really a question of the passage of time that we're experiencing because we had a second experiment where we no longer showed our patients the sequence of pictures. We just asked them to wait for 10 seconds before the sequence started. So here there's really an internal experience of the passage of time, like you're just waiting for something to happen. And even in this case, we find that these neurons represent this internally experienced flow of time. So you're always getting these neurons firing, whether you're waiting for something to happen or whether you're seeing something immediately. Exactly. Yeah. So whether you're uh, waiting for something to happen or if there's some sort of temporal structure uh, imposed on you from what's happening outside in the world. Slightly more controversial question. If we can break down the components of memory to firing patterns of specific cells in the brain, does that mean we're a step closer to manipulating these memories in people using technology? Maybe a little closer, but we still have a ways to go in understanding how memories are formed, how they're encoded. And of course, um, using technology for manipulating memories brings up all sorts of uh, difficult ethical questions as well. But um, I think these building blocks are going to be important when it comes to trying to prevent memory disorders, for instance. And maybe that might be a more reasonable avenue for an application of these findings. Who would have thought that Jennifer Aniston is also popular in the field of neuroscience? That was Dr. Leela Reddy from the French National Center for Scientific Research talking about their recent publication in the Journal of Neuroscience.